Nintendo. Nintendo Voice Chat for the week of May 26, 2016. I am Jose Otero, and this is IGN's Nintendo Show. So we have a lot going on today, and I just slurred my show. But joining me this week, Brian Altano, (laughs) Andrew Goldfarb, Hong Kong, and Alana Pierce. Bop, bop. There we go. Bop, bop. Okay. It's barp. It. I just don't say Oz because I'm Australian. Oh, yes. got it, got it, got it. Okay. Barp, barp. Luckily, You're Australian. Luckily, that doesn't. That's a word that doesn't have any R's in it, so that'll be fine. There barp? we go. Australian. And if you want to watch <laughs> oh, okay. the awesome adventures of NVC, you can do that by heading over to YouTube, YouTube.com/slash Nintendo Voice Chat. One word. Do not search for NVC. You're not going to find our show that way, or you might, but good luck. Um, <laughs> you can also leave us feedback on iTunes, like Ryan the Great, who. Uh, uh, gave us a great rating and said, we're a weekly delight. As someone born in the 80s and now in his 30s, I can't tell you how much I look forward to the show. Aww. I have been a Nintendo fan since the beginning. Really appreciate the work you do. And he especially made a shout out for the music. Thank you very much, Ryan. And uh, of course, we're really grateful for your support. So this episode, we're talking about, let's look, kick things off with Kirby, Planet Robobot. Aww. Which... Half the table has been playing at least. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sorry, Alana. Yeah. Have you been playing it? Do you like Kirby games? I love Kirby. Okay. Yeah, so we got to hook her up. We'll take care so of it. So three fourths of the table have been playing it. Yeah. Because yep. I've been playing it too. 75%. You don't have to do that. You guys are all so good at math. <laughs> oh, thank you. This is amazing. <laughs> it amazes me so much. Wow. Because we're counting the days until we hear something about an X. Uh, <laughs> I, I will say that I, I was almost sort of fatigued on Kirby games for a while there. Uh, we had a running joke on this show that they sent out the Kirby's at the end of a console cycle. Um, Pear Schneider original. Yeah, yeah. good good stuff, Pear. I, uh, I, I love Kirby games. I grew up playing them. I feel like they, they always add this like tiny little hook that's supposed to keep the formula going, and mm-hmm. it doesn't always resonate with me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it doesn't stick the whole way. Um, this, on the other hand... Uh, feels very different than the last few Kirby games because for the first time ever you have this like mech suit and it's it's different than just getting power and it's different than just like riding an animal like they used to do back in the day uh, and it actually changes things up because instead of being able to just fly and flutter it actually gives you some platforming elements because the mech suit can't just start flying around in the air. Does it feel yeah. like Meta Knight in a way? Kind of but like way heavier. And it also changes the powers themselves so yeah. it's like not only it's not like you pick up a mech suit and your power up is mech suit. It's like so if you pick up bombs, like you can throw bombs like as normal Kirby, and if you pick up uh, like the stone thing, you can like you know stomp down as a statue, and it's mm-hmm. like all the usual powers. If you pick those up while in the mech suit, you get variations on a theme. That's so cool. So it's like you can uh, shoot out bombs that climb up walls, and yep. you can uh, the the stone power becomes like these big like stone fists that you can like mm-hmm. knock stuff down with. Um, there's a jetpack power in this game, and if you get it as uh, Met Kirby, it becomes like a, a plane. There's like this weird like side-scrolling like pilot level. Like mm-hmm. there's all these just fun ways that it mixes up how you're moving around the world, mm-hmm. and it's like it feels a lot like Triple Deluxe, but it it mixes it just enough where it yes. doesn't just feel like a retread. Um, yeah. Like mechanically, it essentially is triple deluxe. Like you're still yeah. it, graphically, it's about the same. Uh, you're still moving around the same way. 
it's obviously nothing like uh, Campus Curse or Rainbow Curse or anything. No, like that. no, no. But I think I, if you if you played a if you played a Kirby game before in the last fifteen years, you're going to be familiar with the yeah. way this one plays. Yeah, you know? but I really like it. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm doing. I'm like very obsessive when it comes to these games where I'm trying to find every in this game they're called Code Cube uh, in each level. So mm-hmm. there's like three hidden, kind of like the big coins in New Super Mario Brothers. Or yeah, whatever. Man, Donkey Kong Country yeah. kills yep. me with that I, kind of stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, I feel that um, Kirby games are really tough uh at least for me to approach or, f- or maybe it's an age range thing like i always feel like they are consistently well made but they mm-hmm. are they tend to skew towards what i feel are younger players sure. because of how powerful kirby is because of how many copy abilities they are and the moves the, the move sets are deep and they're fun and it's easy to pick up and play but i always feel like at least when i'm playing a game i'm looking for that last little bit that thing that finally tips me over the edge of oh like there's something to this combat or oh this is a really challenging mm-hmm. game or oh that thing that hooks me the and difference f- between great and good yeah, yeah. yeah. and for me f- at least what I found with this thing is that yeah the mech suit is it like yeah. the robo bot which is so what I guess they're calling it do you get it. to choose when you pop in and out of the mech suit or is that so that's the that's a good question um, it really depends so you'll find a mech suit in the middle of a stage and then for the next portion of the stage they'll have enemies that you can copy abilities from mm-hmm. now that copy ability like Andrew was saying is different depending on it so something like Cutter, and I hope I'm getting this right, uh, instead of being the, the blade that you toss and it spins in the air because mm-hmm. you have that little Spartacus helmet on. You, you remember that? Like yeah. that, that jam? Um, the suit instead throws these, uh, they look like saw blades They're and it just shoots them blade. out. Oh, that's cool. And you just wreck the environment. That's um, really cool. The other, uh, the knight looking guy, which I believe that's the sword copy ability, mm-hmm. instead it, there are these big plasma swords on the yeah. robot itself and you just wreck things. It, it's really you can fun. break the environment. Mm-hmm. You can sort of use then the mech suit. The, the general mech suit can unscrew certain parts of the world because mm-hmm. everything is robot themed. And so one of the things that they did too is that you basically find these sections that they're locked off and you have to insert your your fist into it and so then you couldn't spin get to the it unless analog. you're in the mech suit basically. Yeah, so that section of the level is tailored to the mech suit and they expect you to be in the mm-hmm. mech suit, but then you can dismount at certain spots and when you do, you can then run and like solve a quick challenge and then jump back in the mech suit yep. if you need right. to. It mixes it up puzzle-wise too because yeah. it's like sometimes you see little like there's these like um I guess they're like pipes that you go through yeah. as like Kirby um and there are little parts where like you'll be in the mech suit it's very much a mech suit part of the stage but you'll see one of those little pipes and it's like okay I need to stop here and there's like you can only get out of the mech suit at these little like stations mm-hmm. that essentially like take it off of you okay so, you so there's, stop, there's take not it off and then go do a platform. so there's not like a, a Mario type mechanic way the effect of the mushroom wears off if you get hit a certain amount of times. Yeah, no, because Kirby games you yeah, have always been off, driven yeah. by either a life bar or some kind of thing, and that's where I feel that it is geared towards a, a younger audience. Just that Kirby's yeah. so powerful, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's Mexico not kind of increases that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it does, but it does it in a fun way that um, Triple Deluxe to me was a sour note. Like people were, are still mad at me for giving that game a six, which is okay on IGN scale. But the thing that really didn't sit well with me is that it, it was just such a by the numbers Kirby game and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a new ability that I think it was Hypernova or something where you were able to inhale like entire monsters or parts of a page or, or a like screen everything. or something. Yeah. yeah. But it was a very one and done idea. It didn't have a lot of different applications. Yeah. And I feel like the robot suit completely spins that on its head yeah. because you I mean, can just I think jump Triple Deluxe co- is a really charming stuff. game. Yeah. Um, Definitely. No, yeah. I can't imagine a mech suit being charming. 
If oh, you're going to make a parallel. So it actually is, which yeah. is weird. Really? Yeah, no, yeah. It's, that's the thing. I, I wouldn't have thought either. So the it first still has like a cute appeal to it. It does, and it, which is awesome because the, there's this sticker system where you can unlock these stickers and then kind of like trick out your mech suit. Huh. So you can put a, a like a sticker on the side of yours that says like, I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, mine has like a cute little hamster on it. Yeah, so uh, the first mech suit I got in the game, I was like, this thing's really awesome. And then I inhaled the fire power up, mm-hmm. which has been in Kirby games for years. But it immediately gives you this like, you know the clothes? That Guy Fieri wears. Oh my god! <laughs> or like Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah, or Bam Bam Bigelow. Like the big bowling shirt with the flames all over it. All of a sudden, you're doing that, and a lot of the enemies in the game and the power-ups in the game, uh, they drop like hamburgers and French fries. So I was like, this is like a dystopian robot mech suit. <laughs> Diners and drivers and dives. That like, actually does sound pretty great. It's, yeah. yeah, so it's really fun. Um, it, it's it's it, it's definitely a good twist on something that uh, I felt, and I'm w- right there with you, Jose. Where I'm, I'm like, it's it's always been very cute and very fun, um, but it hasn't necessarily been very challenging, and it, mm-hmm. it's been a little bit stale. But I think to what Goldfarb's saying, it's really cool that you can go into these levels. And it's like it's the same way Pixar stuff scales, right? Where it's mm-hmm. like it's fun for kids, it's fun for adults. Um, any kid will be able to fly through these stages, but to actually go in and find all the hidden unlockables is like, and that's what, what Nintendo really excels, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, yeah, Which absolutely. they've been doing for yeah. years. But you get to um, choose the amount of depth. And it yeah, also sounds like yeah. the mech suit gives you two separate play styles. Like, I mm-hmm. like having to approach puzzles like in A Link Between Worlds, having yeah. to think like, okay, now that I have this ability to become a painting, yep. I have to approach this environment completely differently. Like, I like that kind of thing as well. Yeah, yeah, that was well my favorite thing it. about that game is just that new process of like, yeah. oh, what like, can oh, I do with this? Oh, maybe I can this? use this. Yep. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. They also kept, um, from Triple Deluxe, the kind of uh, moving between the background and the foreground, um, which is actually something I think works super, super well mm-hmm. in this engine on Portable because it's like, with 3D on, it actually looks really cool. Um, yeah. There's a level where there's like you're going almost through like a town, and there's like cars coming towards you that are on a hill, mm-hmm. and it's like there's like traffic lights you have to kind of wait for or jump over. Um, but it's smart because like as you move between the background and foreground, you can like see secrets in the background. It's really easy mm-hmm. to go get them, and just a nice little system. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I wrote about this game at PAX and kind of talked about how like it's, it, I don't think like the mech mechanic is awesome, but it's it's not like completely game-changing the way no. that, like, Canvas Curse was or anything. But I feel like that's fine. Like, that's kind of what I want from a yeah. Kirby game. Sure, honestly. sure. I think the thing that just always blows my mind consistently consistently with Kirby games before we end up moving on is that they pack so much into them. Mm-hmm. Like, standard Kirby games. The experimental ones, they just... It's, it feels like more of a one-and-done idea. So when you have, like, your Canvas Curse or what have you, or even um, uh, Epic Yarn was another mm-hmm. one where, uh, you know, it was just a very straightforward kind of game. But this one, you've got a story mode. You've got Meta Knight Nightmare Returns, which is basically that Meta Knight mode that uh, you're sort of doing challenge stages. You're doing the arena, which comes back, and that's like Boss Rush. Then you're doing two completely different mini-games in this Kirby 3D Rumble, which is more like a puzzle action game where it's basically like enemies spawn yeah oh, that's enemies cool. spawn you have to pick them up but kill them efficiently yeah a kill in a Kirby game I can't believe <laughs> I said that but um, yeah th- there's that aspect to it and then there's Team Kirby Clash which is which is this game's multiplayer game essentially so you're able to you know only one person needs to own the cartridge which is always cool when they mm-hmm. do the one card multiplayer thing but you can play with up to four people and you basically fight a mini boss together um, and it, 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 it's a class system so you have you know you have your, your warrior you have your magician you 
have, et cetera. And it's all themed within that Kirby kind of space. It's a lot of value for one thing. Yeah, really yeah good. I know. They always do a really good job of doing that. Um, and I feel like this one's no exception. You know, just even a four-player, like, Brawl-style RPG minigame is just like, wait, what? And it's not mm-hmm. the deepest RPG in the world. It didn't... Yeah, but why you know, not? Yeah, yeah. But why not? Exactly. Also, um, the music has been stuck in my head nonstop for this entire week. And in a good way? And sometimes it makes me feel insane. Yeah. <laughs> just so happy. Yeah. yeah, but it makes... I feel like you're kind of a Kirby. If we had to, like, give you a personality of a Nintendo character... There it is. You are kind you're, of you're a Kirby. Kirby. All right. Thanks, guys. No worries. Kind of the a... powers of others. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you just keep eating people around the office. It's really strange. Oh, so that's what happened to that guy. I was yeah. what happened to that dude. Right, yeah. Nobody actually gets fired. They N- just get Mitch, eaten Mitch by Mitch didn't go to another pub. He just got inhaled. I just run his Twitter now. Right. Got it, got it. All right, so next segment uh, is the companion segment to NX Das Hype, which is, of course, whenever we hear some Nintendo news that uh, is in a positive light for NX, we try to put it under the Das Hype banner. Yep. This is NX uh, and Scheiße, which... Well, I'm learning so much away. German on this show. We are um get your kids out of the room because it's not a nice thing to say but this week was a weird week uh for just nx in general because apparently uh so this is i'm gonna try and run this down as quickly and as succinctly as i can i promise mitsubishi ufj morgan stanley basically issued a report written by a business analyst that was supposed to sort of look at nintendo's business and forecast you know it's a summary this is not an uncommon practice this was written in japanese but there was a line in that report that said the driving force up until now has been new businesses, obviously speaking for Nintendo, uh, such as health services, theme parks, and mobile games. But they'll switch over to a next-generation system, NX, and a next-gen handheld device called MH. <laughs> went the internet, and everyone was like, well, where did that come from, and what are you talking about? MH. Well, most folks didn't realize that this was speculation on the My handheld. Yeah, it was like My handheld. <laughs> My handheld. <laughs> hand All right, we can make that work. Sure, um, there it is. And the yeah. NX is just not Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, so basically, this was the weirdest thing to wake up to because yeah. for the past year, Nintendo has been saying NX exists, right? We yeah. know since when that happened, it was that smartphone uh, deal basically uh, you know the announcement they decided to come out and say we have our next thing in the works this is the code name and that is all yeah so when folks saw MH they're just like well what is this and is it real we're here to tell you on this segment that apparently it's not um, and this was cleared up uh, by good friend of the show and always the man to talk to on Twitter uh, for Japanese consultancy stuff Dr. Serkan Toto who basically tweeted that the analyst was picturing a scenario uh, and he does not define what MH means in the report, but is rather just saying this could happen, not that this is or based on any fact. Um, and so people got crazy over this. I mean, he it may- seems like the whole report is a prediction, but mm-hmm. MH is so specific. Yeah, that was, I was just going to say, like, yeah. that seems very weird to be like, I have a prediction with a fake code name and everything, yeah. too. <laughs> My hand My held. Hand <laughs> I mean, the thing it's not, like, continuing their portable business... <laughs> doesn't sound insane, you know? No. Like, I think, like, de- dedicated handhelds overall are are fading fast, I think, and especially as Nintendo themselves are getting into the mobile business. Maybe it's a little weird to consider a next-gen handheld, but also, like, it's not like the 3S is going to be around forever. I mean, what so does a next-gen handheld even mean? I know. Really? The, the Nintendo 4DS. I, I mean, don't know. I mean, I if guess If you compare, it's... like, the DS to 
the new 3ds like mm-hmm. that's a different generation but it was so incremental that it's like hard to sure you know, draw a line like there. if you walked by two two kids playing both of those systems first of all you'd be like why is one of you so much luckier than the other yeah <laughs> but secondly you'd be like these look like the same thing yeah you know from a distance the especially like the ds xl yeah. Versus the, the 3DS XL uh, or the new 3DS XL look yeah. like the same things from the outside yeah. looking. Yeah, like the DSi versus the... Yeah. Yeah. And, and well, that's what's weird is like the Game Boy, like GBA to DS, even in terms of graphically, like you were going from Super Nintendo ports to N64 ports. Yeah. Know? Like that became... So I guess if they're really... If, if I mean, just thinking graphically, I guess if it's like if they want to step it up one further and maybe even make it, I don't know, like scaled down GameCube ports mm-hmm. or something like, I guess you can see it place for that but yeah. i don't know i don't know that that's what people want anymore you know like yeah. that's that's the weird thing to me is like as they're finally embracing mobile it's really interesting if they are even considering that right now because like you would think they should focus on their console business like yeah. 3ds is doing fine but, but with yeah. each handheld that nintendo puts out they have at least sort of set and set this practice where hey this game that was a console game is now on this portable and we mm-hmm. saw that with zelda ocarina mm-hmm. of time 3d we saw that with uh, majora's mass 3d as well um you can say that new 3ds pushed the boundary line a little further because you yeah. got xenoblade chronicles which yeah. was a wii game mm-hmm. that showed up uh, on that system um and w- when you obviously when you jump back through the generations it changes right on ds it was super mario 64 ds that's what they called it, right? Yeah. I can't remember. It was some ridiculous name. And then there was, uh, before that, you were looking at like Super Nintendo or even NES games, which, uh, you know, whatever. I mean, anything can, anyone's cell phone can emulate that game now. Yeah. It almost feels. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but, but yeah, the this new 3DS can play EarthBound. Yeah, but this has always been <laughs> yes. a boundary line that they've been kind of playing with. And so, um, regardless, I think, though, that just calling it a next generation system just refers to the, the generation itself and mm-hmm. not necessarily like, whenever I hear next gen 2, I jump to the conclusion, oh, it must be the greatest graphics of like, all time i think it's just being trained from like the 90s and like 2000 in magazines yeah, that where is true. that term Maybe it from. literally means generation as in a group of people born in a certain generation yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. I hadn't so, even uh, thought about it that way so yeah. i mean I, I totally agree with all that i also feel that we're kind of at the end of the ds lineage here like yeah. i think not only in terms of what they've done with the entire line and the ideas that they can pull out of it um but also sort of the the market impact that a, that a system like that has, mm-hmm. I think, right now, and, and you kind of alluded to this, Andrew. Like, it's you're at a point in time where uh, it's it's first of all, this could be the last handheld ever made. I really don't want that. I don't either. I love handheld gaming. My mobile it, because I have to use it for everything. Right. The same applies for everyone else. It runs out of battery really quickly. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. you use it for so many things all the time and have so many apps open that yep. you know you don't have. The luxury of your 3ds asking you do you want to close this previous software so your battery life lasts right. for a really long time yeah. like and, I, and, and, I, and something you're hitting at there too that's very important is that you are um completely unfocused when you're handheld gaming yeah. on an iphone yeah because you get like, notifications yeah like w- you know you were on a text chain or something and all these texts start yeah. coming in or i get an email or something like that and my phone buzzes and i'm like what's this what's this uh your internet's there. Your worker's there. Everything's yeah. there. On a 3DS, like, I uh, I started playing... I've been flying back and forth across the country to spend time with family. I started playing Animal Crossing again because mm. I think we were talking about it on the show. And I'm like, I really miss this game because it's peaceful. It's calm. It scales with it's how so much... Comforting. It is. It is. And it scales with how much I, I want to put into it. Mm-hmm. Like, I can go in for five minutes, shake some trees, make some money, check out what's going on in Tom Nook's hood. Take out some weeds. Yeah. 
take out, sell some weeds, and then get back out there and uh, and leave. Or I could like go to the island and go fishing for an hour mm-hmm. and a half. And Nintendo, like I've noticed with Mitomo, uh, has a very hard cap on how much time I can put into that game. Yeah, I'll maybe spend six, seven minutes in it. If I poke around every corner of it, I'm pretty much done. Mm-hmm. Change um, your outfit, listen mm-hmm. to yeah. ten answers. Uh. So I think there's still room for a handheld in the traditional sense. Uh, but still in a, ma- in a way that's smart enough to compete with smartphones uh, because a lot of kids now just get hand-me-down smartphones and those become their, their games. Yeah. But still, there's so, many, like, there's so many things that can happen when you hand a kid a phone like that. He can get on the internet. He can you know, uh, ring up all these credit card charges. All these different things mm-hmm. can happen. So I think whatever they do next has to be very smart. Uh, they do not have to worry about any competition coming from the Sony side. It's pretty safe to say that they'll never come. I don't think there'll be another... Uh, video game company in the world that comes at their throat again. So yeah, I think you're probably right. wise, of course, yeah. Like, yeah. Vita sales-wise isn't going to hurt 3DS. Yeah. What I would like to see from them is that idea that I can buy a PS4 game and it's immediately cross-play on my Vita. Like, if Nintendo is... If they are doing MH, if they are thinking handheld, I hope they're also thinking back and forth. I hope yeah. they're thinking of letting it speak but, to you. But they won't. Do you know why? Because what did you just buy on your 3DS recently? Super Nintendo games Super Nintendo. that yeah. you already yeah. owned. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. What did I, I? What did I buy last night? Link to the past. No, the, and they definitely got to get their act together there, right? Like we've been asking for that. I mean, everyone's been asking for that forever, but right? I'm not, yeah, but I'm, 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 I'm not even stuff. saying finance. I'm not even saying money wise. Like, yeah. I'll buy it twice. Just let my save transfer back and forth. So the, what I, mean. uh, yeah, I can I'm, see that happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that I understand a lot. But I mean, like, we're, we've been complaining about it on the show for years. But what do I? How do I complain? I throw my wallet at them every six <laughs> yeah. months. Yeah, you know? do you know with yeah. the the gamepad? I feel like almost segued that. Like, yeah. even though it's still part of the same console, you know, someone else is watching TV while you're playing something, yeah. it feels separate from the TV. It, it does, it does. It feels like that. Yeah, so it's yeah. like the gamepad, theoretically, in very specific circumstances, feels like a handheld. It is, yeah. 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 And I like that. You know, I do I like that. I love that. I played it's a lot. I, mean, I wish I, every console had that. I played a lot of, like, multi-platform games. Or the, the multi-platform games that came to Wii U, I played on that because it was just like, you know, we only had one TV in the house at the time. Yeah. And, you know, somebody else could use it. You can it walk and around could, with it. Yeah. You can play it on a plane if you, bring a, if you plug it into a power supply. Like, I, I have mean, almost done this. I have yeah. not. I decided, <laughs> cool. like, yeah, I've, I've thought about it. I do want to push back a little on the idea, though, that Nintendo would be done with dedicated hand held devices only mm. because their busy, biggest successes as a company have come through Hand-held. 3DS and or DS. Sure. And the franchises specifically, right? Pokemon yeah. will always oh, be yeah. a, as a mobile, and I know people want it on console, and I get it, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that shouldn't exist, mm-hmm. but a mobile Pokemon game will always be a thing that will drive Nintendo product. Mm-hmm. Mario Kart has been super successful mm-hmm. as yeah. well. Smash Brothers for the first time that had never happened before and you can make some complaints that it wasn't a perfect transition but it was a good enough if not a great transition you yeah, know for yeah. that Animal Crossing then Animal you have third parties like sure. Monster Hunter which is the biggest feather at least in their cap yep. in Japan because Monster Hunter just sells and sells and sells and sells and then it keeps selling for something really it does thing and, to play on handheld yeah, yeah. And, I, and I love all those games I played every single one of them I'm, I will ride or die for handhelds until they're yeah. gone the 3DS is, is if you look at if you look at the sales, 
between the last the last five or six hand, Nintendo handhelds or handheld gaming in general, it's been in a serious decline. Oh, no, yeah. for sure. I mean, they bring yeah, out way too a, many. Let's yeah, be yeah like well, you went from 150 million on on DS, right, to mm-hmm. f- basically 50 million on yeah. your 3DS, which yeah. is totally a sign of the market, right? Where That's, everyone which went I mobile. Think, I think they can squeeze another yeah. four or five million out too. Be, no, by, but by to the their credit, yeah. well, and to their credit, sorry, I just want to no, get this sure. last point in is that Sony and Nintendo went at it again this round, and Nintendo stuck with it and was able to turn yeah. it around and make it a success. Yeah. Whereas Sony's answer to, well, Vita's not doing so hot as well. Let's just throw we'll all just our attention to PlayStation it. 4 yeah. yes. and whatever VR, we really. can put yeah. over to it and VR. But whatever we can get on here through cross-buy, we'll just toss it over there and that's it. I feel yeah. like that to me is the big, like, aside from the health of handhelds, which is obviously a huge conversation to have separate from that. Like, I just think Nintendo should, like, obviously NX should be their priority. Because 3DS, whether handhelds die or not, for the time being, it's fine. Wii U has had its struggles. Like it's the reason this surprised me seeing MH come out, even as being something considered or theorized, speculated is that yeah. like their problem right now is their console business, yes. right? The handheld, yeah. regardless of the life of handhelds five, ten years from now, like right now, 3DS is fine for another year. Mm-hmm. Like, don't even worry about MH, guys. Like, focus on NX. Like, that's mm-hmm. why this is surprising to me because like the fact that people would even speculate they'd be putting R and D into a handheld. Like, I would think they're putting. All hands on deck. Well, yeah, and we don't know if NX includes plans Mm -hmm. for a handheld. That's the other side of this thing where there have been rumors and speculation saying, hey, this can be two devices or or two devices that will eventually play the same games. Mm -hmm. Whether or not we're seeing that at this launch in March 2017 Mm -hmm. remains to be seen. But there's just so much what if, but I just feel like this was another example of we're kind of desperate to hear anything right now. And so this blew up. We screwed up. We reported it. Then we quickly were able to also put in there, look, this is not... This is not 100%. This appears to it, – it's unclear what this means. And, you know, a lot of what it meant got lost in translation, which mm-hmm. is unfortunate. Uh, mm-hmm. So we will obviously try to do better. But regardless, uh, NX de Bulenshaisa continues, <laughs> and we're, we're, we'll wrap it at least there. Anytime we need to kind of shoot down something, we'll do it under that label. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, Alana is going to kick off some talk on Minecraft's battle mode, which mm-hmm. is cool. Uh, we're going to tell you how 500 Nintendo fans get to play Zelda at E3, and it could be you, or at least you can check the site for that, and more. So we'll be right back. Welcome back. Jose Otero here with Alana. Hi. Andrew. Hey. And Brian. Brap. That's <laughs> really the new brap? brap? Just a single brap? Just one for solid. You need coffee. What? All right. Uh, in the world, I, I have no way to segue this other than to just tell you that Alana is going to talk about <laughs> Minecraft's <laughs> battle mode. Well, because my, it's Minecraft. Like, and uh, if anything, there's always... A, Minecraft is the most successful, amazing thing to happen in video games in the last 10 years. And at least I firmly believe that. I feel like most of this table oh, believes yeah, that, right? Yeah, yeah you better. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> or else you're out. <laughs> or get out. So tell us about it. What, what You got to play this thing. Yeah, yeah. I played it uh, only last week. So Minecraft Battle Mode is a new series of mini-games that's coming to Minecraft Console Editions, which means Xbox, PS4, Wii U. 
and it's basically taking popular mods that already exist on the PC community and then Mojang making them officially parts of Minecraft. So the first one, which I played, is Battle Mode. Um, it's coming out, I think, sometime next month, but I should double-check that. Mm-hmm. It's currently in beta, and it's basically um, the Hunger Games mod, which currently exists on PC. So if you haven't played that, it's really cool. Uh, you start... There's a matchmaking system that it has, so you get grouped with a bunch of other players, and there's up to eight players on an online game. You spawn in uh, a collection of different maps. I think it launches with a certain amount, but then further maps will be available for $2.99. And you're all facing a bunch of chests in the middle of an arena. And you have a countdown timer that tells you when you can run to the chests, and they have a bunch of Sounds like the Hunger Games. It is exactly Hunger Games. That's exactly what it is. The PC community refers to it as Hunger Games. Wow. Yeah. So you run to these chests, you grab a bunch of stuff out of them, and then you have uh, an invincibility countdown that lets you run away and Mm -hmm. kind of get your bearings, figure out where other players are, and then approach them (laughs) and kill them. But it also has... uh, so all of that stuff already exists as a mod, but none of that stuff is automated. So mm. it's like you have to just assume that other people, or at least from none of the ones I've played, have had countdowns built in or anything in the mods. So this is like Minecraft automating all of those processes to make sure that players don't really have to think about it anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then every, I think probably 30 seconds, but I didn't actually time it, uh, the chests get filled again. So there's a noise kind of encouraging players to get back in the middle of the map to see what else is in the chest. And it seems to progressively get better, but it is all randomly generated. So then you have, like, this group of people running to get this stuff again and then running away and trying to kill each other one by one. So it's exactly Hunger Games in every way, (laughs) but it's still very, very fun. And uh, none of the original, like, core Minecraft PvP gameplay has been changed in any way, which is fine. Mm -hmm. still just, like, hack and slashy, but this is just a really addictive... Thing. Like, yeah, I had totally a preview fun. that was, I think, for an hour, and I ended up playing for three hours on that oh, side. Like, wow. I was just like, this is great! It like, sounds, yeah, it sounds like awesome. very chaotic. It yeah. is pretty Which chaotic. Is how big yeah. is like what Minecraft needed? I know, yeah. totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, the maps vary in size, but I feel like they're all kind of perfectly sized, especially okay. really well uh, vertically scaled. Okay. So there's, like, a lot of different points, but at no point was I having trouble finding someone even if the maps only had four people instead nice, of eight. Nice. So, okay. And at the start, it tells you how many players there are and stuff yeah, like I that. Yeah, I grabbed the thing in that chest and be like, you'll never see me again! And then, <laughs> and then yeah, you, you mean, know, if the world was big enough. I mean, you probably, you probably could do that, maybe. <laughs> I, think, I think it'd be tough. But right. uh, they're they'll really, really well scaled. I'll, I'll win by default. That's the strategy. No, they'll find you. Uh, well... Yeah, he's just talking about his actual hunger. But if you get to the end and there's two people left, which there always will be, like if it's in the, Mm -hmm. I think like minute left of the game, it gets into a showdown where Mm. I'm pretty sure you do more damage. So it kind of encourages you to keep fighting at the end. Um, But yeah, it's it's really really fun, and this is just the first of of a series of mini games they're planning to release. I don't know if these are all going to be similar to PC mods, and they haven't officially addressed that it is an exact clone of an existing PC mod. Mm. But I'm kind of happy about it. Like, even though they're taking things that community members have already made, they're making them more efficient and supporting them. And it it is a free update. Yes. The only thing you're paying for, to be specific, is maps, like you said. Okay. And And I would assume Mojang's making the the game direction, you know? Like, because for me, my thing with Minecraft was it was almost, because I got into it way late, um, about when it came to 360, I guess, and... It was kind of overwhelming almost. Um, and, and even later, like playing PV, PvP stuff, like I, I would have loved a directed, kind of concentrated, timed mode like that because mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like that's more of a. I mean, 
like that that's an easier thing to wrap my head around I yeah guess. i think that's yeah. like it depends on play of us as player like my yeah. favorite way to play minecraft is just chuck a bunch of my friends on a server and then i will just go in and build whatever the hell i want and then leave go back look at what other people have built while i've been out of the yeah. server like yeah while you talk I, about... without direction can spend a lot of time playing minecraft <laughs> yeah and you like, can spend all that time talking about game yeah. of thrones or talking about whatever you want yeah. which is kind of the ultimate chill game it's, in that it's, way it's to me it's just like the same as i would sit down with a blank piece of paper and draw something like, yeah totally. minecraft is just like i'm gonna build the coolest thing i can build i'm gonna make it look super weird and then I'm going to leave and I'm going to see what all these other people in this cool gallery that we have as a server have built too. Like, mm-hmm. I love that about Minecraft, but obviously that's not for everyone, which is mm-hmm. why these mods exist, is mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. entertain people who want more of the PvP aspects, mm-hmm. I guess. So, yeah, for someone like you, it's perfect and it is very fun and it adds extra content to a game and I'm happy that this is the first of a few of these things that they're going to be making. Um, it, it, if for something in beta, it ran absolutely perfectly. I think it's pretty awesome that they they have this like sort of combat driven mini game yeah. in a game that uh, you don't really think of combat as the first thing. I avoid it. In yes, one hundred percent. I mean, the survival elements of it are usually like there's a skeleton over there. I'm going to walk in the other direction. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get stabbed. I'm not going to get yeah. killed. He's shooting me with arrows. Time, oh my god, I'm dead. Spawn. I'm going to build this like crappy house out of completely yeah. dirt and then stay in there until sunrise. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> So they're, oh, they're focusing wow, I've on done that so many times. Right? That's, was, that's, that's how was I the start first every night. game. Yep. <laughs> it's the first like, night. Uh, Better build the some dirt. Going down. Exactly. Yep. And you come so, back the next day, you're like, I'm going to make a dirt into a wood house. Yeah. On the ground yeah. and just hearing, yeah. and just yeah. thinking the most just random waiting for it because you can't get a bed yet. So yeah. you're just like, oh god. Yep. <laughs> Basically every single time. But okay. I think yeah, this this just adds uh, something extra. And admittedly, the Minecraft combat has never been great. So will this work with pre-existing skins? Because I'm yeah. really interested to see how this would play out on, like, the new Mario stuff they put in. Mm-hmm. I mean, they haven't said anything officially about that, but I can't imagine why it wouldn't work. Yeah, because like, they have, have to have... Wario Skyrim right now. Yeah, because yeah, Jose, Jose and I did a Let's Play the other day checking out all the new skins. So this would be, like, some so sort cool. of, like, weird warped Smash Brothers game in a way. Yeah. Uh, kind of. Have, have you seen what the characters look like in yeah. the new Mario skin? they look awesome. Did you see Petey Piranha? No. He looks like a, a dinosaur dude in a thong. It's no, I did not. He's just like. <laughs> I, I saw like all the main characters. But we made yeah. it worse by putting what suit that I put on. You put him? the frog suit on him, on him. yeah, which is just so terrifying because like, oh. he's got his like flower lips coming through, and it's just, just all, the whole thing's terrifying. <laughs> that's all you can see is just the lips. The rest is yeah, the frog that's suit. awesome. Yep. So imagine like the big frog eyes and just these really ugly but large like um what what's the plant in uh Little Shop of Horrors? I'm forgetting. Oh, uh, uh, Seymour. Uh, Seymour. Yeah. yeah, like lips. Yeah, he looks a lot. Like oh, that, so so, th- so that and like a PvP sort of scenario, hunting over treasure. Actually, chests. you'll win because they'll I mean, run away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of the people that I was playing with was a spider. So, <laughs> you know, you can play as pretty much whatever you want. I think. Yeah. Uh, and cool. it has this thing which I don't actually get, where at the end of re- each round you're kind of dropped into a a physical lobby, uh, which is actually pretty cool. But you know, you finish your round, it tells you like who got the most kills, who. I guess kind of a KTD almost and mm-hmm. it tells you like what your favorite weapon was and kind of stats that used to exist in like Perfect Dark used right. to tell you that kind of mm-hmm. stuff uh, and then that screen goes away and you have 30 seconds of just this kind of little hub world where you can't do anything like not that I could see like there's just steel doors everywhere that don't have openings so you're just like in this hub world waiting for the next game oh it's just a, a metaphor little... yeah. for life oh yeah, that's what steel that... doors you can't get a little, a little jail simulator it's a little bit of commentary life is also <laughs> in, yeah. in open beta I don't it know it may have been that I missed something but there wasn't yeah. really anything to do there but uh, I should also note so that my preview is up on the website and so is like 21 minutes of gameplay and I've gotten so many angry comments of people being like you clearly don't know how to play Minecraft because this is my first time ever playing it on console Mm. I didn't know how to sprint. 
Oh. And at first... Yeah, it's kind of finicky on console, because you have to... It like, is. Well, I didn't know what button yeah. I was supposed yeah. to press at all. Like, there was a lot of stuff that I didn't really know how to do. So um, I was just like, not. I don't even, like, know how to get everything in my inventory and how to move it around effectively, except just, like... <laughs> I I did like a, no I did like a year's worth of Minecraft let's plays for IGN with mm-hmm. Greg Miller back when he worked here and the whole series was us learning the game on the fly and we were like there's plenty of expert videos out, out there on YouTube and all those other places uh, we're gonna start from scratch and like figure it the, out as you go oh man the yeah. the first like ten episodes the comments were like people were really angry why are you yeah. punching the trees <laughs> you're punching the stones you don't need to do it. we didn't know what we were doing yeah uh, we didn't learn how to run until like twenty episodes in yeah like it doesn't directly tell you everything. That was one of my favorite things about it when I set up. Totally, on PC. yeah, and I think like, I, th- I think a lot of people will really appreciate that. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of comments are really angry, but the video still shows off the game modes really well. Yeah. I still won a bunch of them, so I'm clearly not that bad. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. when I first well, I mean, started that playing, spider has like eight arms, so he really should have. Won. That's true. Yeah, uh, uh, she's a lady, actually, Helen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, when I first started playing Minecraft, I always preferred it on PC, and then I think I played it on. Xbox 360 maybe once and stopped yeah. because it tells you the recipes for everything or yes. it's something along the lines it of... It tries to hold your hand a little more yeah. than Minecraft Yeah, and one of my would, favorite yeah. things about Minecraft was like, what the hell is this? How yeah. the hell do I make this thing that I saw vaguely on the internet? Like, it was so mysterious. No, I was you're, really you're excited totally about right. finding the, uh, stuff out. The recipe yeah. stuff got kind of uh, put into the console version of the game yeah. with a click of a button where you can see everything you yeah, need to make. Yeah, and I didn't like that. Yeah, because I started on the PC version as well, mm-hmm. and I was like, how do I make an axe? Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> and I'd be I, like, I think it's a stone and a stick yeah. and maybe some rope. So you'd like screw around with it, or if I couldn't figure it out, I'd ask someone else in the community, yeah. or I would have to like look it up on Wikipedia. And I love that aspect of it and the mystery of it, which it doesn't quite have on console. Yeah, so. I remember very specifically there was an entire, like there was a Minecraft it was like I don't even know the name it was like a Wikipedia for just Minecraft yes yeah. you know I had that tab yes. yeah I forget what it was I had the tab open for a very long time too it was Blockopedia yeah. and it gave you every single recipe yeah. and I hope that website's still up because yeah. uh, a lot of cool people worked on it but then they just took all that stuff and put it right in the console version so if you download the Wii U version today not only will you get the Mario stuff but all of the recipes are in there like even like yeah. c- cooking is in there yeah. like, that's what make- I also think that Wii U is such a perfect platform for Minecraft mm-hmm. with the gamepad. Yeah, yeah, like that just seems like way better than any other console version. I haven't played it yeah. on Wii U, but I imagine that's no, a really yeah. efficient way well, to play it. Well, it would be. I mean, the thing that uh, is unfortunate about the Wii U edition of Minecraft is that they didn't choose to take advantage of that second screen oh, that as sucks. inventory. Yeah. And you know, to to be fair, like. I don't know the reasons why, what yeah. the business reasons are, what, if they didn't want to spend more time or more money to kind of get it done. I just love the idea of using um, a stylus to like drag stuff around my me inventory too. on that yeah. screen. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was after playing hundreds of hours of Minecraft, I was really bummed when it came to Wii U and you couldn't do that. I still love it there, but it yeah. was like, it seemed like a miss to not have, especially for recipes or building and stuff like yeah. that, to not be able to do that. Um, and then we, it's, we, it is weird that they were like, it, it, it seemed like they weren't putting any more work into it. And then they put out that Mario pack, which is yeah. Like arguably more yeah. work than I've seen them put in any Minecraft. Yeah, version, I mean, so. it seems like but, this but year they're not... kind of getting back into Minecraft. Yeah, yeah I, I, but I think the story there is just keeping all versions the same, which is yeah. unfortunate. Mm-hmm. That you know, and again, we don't know the full story, but it is a disappointment. If but it's a that Microsoft Nintendo choice? or 4J or Mojang mm-hmm. didn't yeah. come to the conclusion of hey, we need to.
need to better take advantage of those. No, but I mean, yeah. you know, if you're Microsoft, you're not going to be like, well, let's make this game objectively better to play on a competitive sure. console, you know? Sure. There's that angle, but then there's also, like, what's Minecraft on Vita like before we move on? Like, can does your touchscreen work in that way mm. as well? It's sort Probably. of become, I mean, no. No. The, the, it oh, should. Not, that should also be a thing it there. Wasn't, it wasn't that different. It was You still have to pull up the menu because you still only have the real estate of one screen. Okay. So just, if I yeah. remember correctly. Yeah, but even when you pull up that menu, it is cool to just quickly to tap, tap what you yeah. want and yeah. 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 get I it moving. God, I could. I only played it when it first came out, but if I remember right, it was still pulling up menus and tapping on. Like okay. it wasn't that. No, because I know a lot, a lot of like the mobile version when it first mm-hmm. came out. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, no, because a lot of well, but that one has a touchscreen. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I just I bring it up because a lot of folks I know were really burned by. Oh man, we made it forever for Minecraft to finally hit Wii U, and when it did, it wasn't what we were hoping for. It wasn't right. taking yeah. advantage wasn't of that. Wasn't Wii U optimized? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, I mean, look at where Wii U's life cycle is right now, and mm-hmm. like yep. you can make the argument: was it worth doing that? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, the cool, yeah. you can look yeah. at it. I mean, the, the good thing is, is like they have they have a, a Nintendo version of Minecraft now, and if yep. if it's so, and you could basically launch the NX with Nintendo Minecraft on day one, and yep. I'm I'm pretty into that. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. So then, uh, lastly, we're moving on to. Or actually, we have two stories left. Uh, but 500 Nintendo fans are going to get to play Zelda at E3. Woo! So why are you so happy? Cool. You're not going to be one of no, those people. This is why it's cool. It's not, it's not at E3. It's during E3. Yeah. It's at the Nintendo World Store in New York. Oh, thanks and, for correcting me. Oh, what? Well, and we were just talking about... So we were just talking about this and beyond. Uh, very quickly, E3 just announced a thing called E3 Live, which is a public version of E3. And this is even sort of an extension of that, right? Nintendo traditionally did all this cool stuff at Best Buy stores where you could play... All Smash demos and Mario Kart exactly. and, and all and that I think stuff. 3D yeah. World was there. Like you could play stuff outside of E3. I love that they're continuing that because um, I went to my first E3 in high school, and I think it's what led me to be in this industry. And I love that there are 500 people who are going to be super dedicated. They're going to wait in line. They're going to be yep. hot as hell waiting in Rockefeller Center, but they're going to get to play Zelda early, and that's awesome. Yeah, signups for the event are taking place on June 11th. All you got to do is show up with photo ID. Uh, kids have to be present with parent or guardian, and if you're one of the first 500 people in line, you receive a wristband so that you can yeah. trade it in for a demo uh, for a ticket to the demo event now god someone's going to sell that wristband oh, like you oh, can totally, totally just imagine totally see it like already 16 or or whatever in college or whatever it is and you even have to go now and play dude early. even yeah. now like Seriously. the worst thing about IGN at going to E3 is that there are so many people working in IGN and there's so many different things that have to be covered that I can't go do stuff like that. Like, yeah. I would love to be able to play Zelda at E3. Don't yeah, see we it actually, happening for me at all. It's a stupid complaint, but we actually don't play a ton of video games at E3. It's no, mostly because we can't, stuff. really. Yeah. But I remember, uh, it's it's funny that you, I, I just thought about that, about, yeah, it's going to be sweltering hot outside of the Nintendo yeah. World yeah. Store. Because I was there, brutal. I was yeah. there for the Super Mario Galaxy 2 launch. Was it, you were there too, right? Yeah, so weird yeah. that it was, which is so bizarre. Before Goldfarb and I met each other, and it was oh, really? it was in like November, and it was freezing, it was so cold. Yeah, it was like you couldn't move, and and, and that's the funny thing about New York. The the global 3ds launch was there. Yeah, it was actually where I met Rich, who used to do Nintendo stuff here. Um, but yeah, it was freezing. It was like yep. mid March in Union Square at that Best Buy was where they happened to do the global launch of 3ds, and like Reggie made a speech. And it was cool, but I was like shivering. Yep. Yeah, and prepare you for that next year. Yeah, weather sucks. I was actually yeah. just in. Hey, hey, I was. Hey, I love New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Real, Talk to the three real biggest real. New York fans. Seventy-five percent. Uh, <laughs> Take that, Australia. I was. I was in that. <laughs> I was there three. Sorry. Yeah. Hold on. Wait a minute. You're from Australia. You can't. You can't talk about how bad New York really weather is. Hot when I was in Australia. When I was there, uh-huh. it was like. Uh, I don't know what it would have been in Fahrenheit, but it was so cold that I started crying walking down the street. That was for Toy Fair. 
Oh, and you were sick before you went, right? Yeah, I yeah, had that pneumonia, was and it was early February, and I was legitimately crying in a way that I was almost sobbing walking down the street because the hotel was like 15 minutes away from the convention center, and I was just like... Mm. <laughs> and you Welcome can't do that because... the New York weather chat, the, NYWC. The, the tears will freeze and fall off your face. Yeah, and just oh. burned. Uh, no, side note, I was in the, the Nintendo World store in New York City like three weeks ago, now, and... Yeah, now it's Nintendo World New York. Oh, I haven't oh, seen it. Is that I haven't what it's called? seen it since it's been yeah, updated. Uh, I yeah. believe so, yeah. It's really you cool. go to IGN and look at our gallery via Miranda Sanchez of 64 photos of. That's right. When I was there, they had the Star Fox puppets <laughs> yeah. uh, that they that they had at E3 that were part of last year's Nintendo Direct, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really cool stuff. There's the Miyamoto puppet in there. There's When you first walk in, there's this autograph from Miyamoto kind of welcoming you into the store that he just Aww. he just did a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, go check that place out. Even if yeah. you can't play Zelda I there. I bought a bunch of like a, a Pikachu shirt there and I kept the bag just because it says like Nintendo World Store. It's awesome. It's like this yeah. Yeah, yeah, link. No. And, yep. It's really cool it's really stuff. Cool, yeah. All right. Uh, so lastly, uh, on news, and then we're pretty much uh, – we probably got time for one question from the question block, is uh, Monster Hunter now has – Monster Hunter Stories. Now, we got we to gotta take a minute here. <laughs> Monster Hunter Generations is a game that's coming out this summer to North America. But Monster Hunter Stories is a game that's coming out in Japan that is – much different in terms of art direction uh, and in terms of character. There seems to be a lot more story to it and more characters mm-hmm. in it overall. Is this this like is coming a GTA out. Thing? No, uh, <laughs> like Liberty City Stories. <laughs> Maybe, uh, but it, it's definitely way more kid friendly. Um, if you, if you <laughs> yes. see the art form. I would assume so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, just just want to put that Shout out there. Shine Towers drug. Um, you can't hit a cop with your car. I didn't mean that kid friendly. But also, I mean, there's no can, car. You can, yeah, but you smack a dragon in the face with like a huge. That's broadsword. true. Like, that's, that's, that's true. There's, there's a thing you do poach. <laughs> no, but it's basically a. It's sort of a cuter, more RPG esque take yeah. of an action RPG series. Okay. It looks fantastic. There's a new trailer. You should definitely check that out on the site but this game got its release date for japan which is this october october 18th it's coming out over there um again new trailer looks awesome but it's also getting amiibo support and uh this this, is the interesting Mm -hmm. story yeah there's a a one-eyed rathalos that you ride through the game (laughs) rathalos is uh, one of the monsters from the game brian is picturing many different monsters but i will show him (laughs) what it looks like later uh and they have a female and a male version of it uh, as uh, riding a, a Rathalos <laughs> amiibo. Are you okay? I, I wasn't until you said that. <laughs> okay. And then there's also, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this, but Naribu is the last amiibo. So the two, basically, Rathalos and a rider, either female or male, are roughly 16 bucks. Uh, it's 1,800 yen. And then Nabiru is uh, 1,200 yen. And so it wait, looks like one look, of the Monster Hunter like, cats. Are these, I think are, they look really cool. Like I think uh, in the way that I think the Link and uh, Midna wolf figure right. is sure. kind of an evolution yeah, yeah. of yeah, the amiibo totally. art style yep. these look rad is this the first time they've actually like varied price range on amiibo like are they scaling uh, by quality well no because mega yarn yoshi is like 40 bucks well so, i mean yeah i don't know I'm if he counts i'm still not yeah. clear if capcom is making these or nintendo right. is making these i think these, that's a more interesting point look right. like they don't look like nintendo's figures at all they don't Th- have this the is the first they don't have the third base, party yeah. Amigo? Second, technically, because Shovel Knight, Shovel Knight oh, Shovel was the Knight. first. Yeah. Yeah. That is just one. So I think right. this is actually really scary for Amiibo collectors. Like, well, this yeah. is a precedent that's like, oh, oh they've been is scared. this going to keep <laughs> happening forever? Like, when, when does we, it end? It's crazy yeah. that we still don't even have Cloud and Corrin and Bayonetta yet, right? Yeah. Those yeah. 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 Those don't have there was a There was like a very, very low-res image of them going around the other day that I don't know if it was real or not. It Did you guys see that? You don't think so? I don't think so. I mean, they haven't said a word, like, officially to anybody. And it's about time for them. Like, the gap, if you look at 
at sort of the waves of these, like, yep. as they got to the DLC ones. Like, because we got Ryu and Roy a while ago. Yeah. yeah. But I, I do really like the idea of them. I mean, and they've talked, like you said, the Mega Yarn Yoshi, they, they have they have toyed with the idea of, no pun intended, uh, scaling late. what, I know, what an <laughs> amiibo can be, right? It's totally. basically anything that has, and we've, we've like, debated that on this show of like no, what is an amiibo like could it be a 70 foot tall man with a, yeah, a chip needs, in his foot it needs yeah. to have a cool bit of foil in its butt and that's then it's fine. <laughs> yeah no yeah, that's I mean, it that's the oh sorry no please well i was that, that was what was so cool when they not even the mega yarn but just the regular yarn yoshi yeah. like kind of brought that conversation of like oh these things aren't all going to look exactly the same totally yeah. and when we talked to uh miyamoto and i'm forgetting the other gentleman in the room and i should know this uh but in 2014 we had an interview you and oh, i bill trinan no of course bill was there <laughs> that's what we got to understand miyamoto he's just like that's great when we walk in i thought it went great yeah no, <laughs> no but at that interview um oh, i'm forgetting his name i'm gonna hate that Basically, they said to us, "We can make an amiibo any shape and size." I know, yeah, and anything they, they, we want to do. And you were like, oh, "I'll take a, a tall one." I'm like, "No, don't." Like, <laughs> I don't even want to know what that's going to cost. Just I was I was else. young and full of ideas back then. I, I didn't know how much money I put into whether amiibo. Whether they were good or not, I mean, though, is the question. I love well, the Megion Yoshi. <laughs> they did tell us about that that R wing amiibo, that the transforming one that never happened. Yeah, you know, it kind of bums me out. It actually bums me out that we didn't get any new Star Fox amiibo. Oh God, I'd love to see them articulated. I know. Yeah, I know. I know that that that's the big question for me as just like a toy nerd is like when will we get just like a super robust Nintendo action figure essentially like a line of figures that hey also is a, has a chip at the bottom and can be an amiibo like, so, yeah, I mean, really I, mean I think Ooh, for them the that big, is interesting yeah. I think for them the big hurdle is I mean clearly I think stuff like that is on the table because mm-hmm. every time Nintendo seems to open its mouth about whatever gaming initiatives it has it's also opening its mouth about its other entertainment mm-hmm. amiibo uh, your phone and it, whatever what have you um, I just feel like the bigger question for them, though, is how can we do it ourselves? Right. Yes. And totally. that's been the hurdle the entire and time I'm in this hoping, process. I'm so hoping that NX, like, it'll obviously have NFC support to some degree, but I'm really hoping that's when they figure out what this platform is. Because, like, with Disney Infinity and Skylanders and all these other Toys to Life things, like, you understood that, like, there was a platform for these things. Yeah. Whereas with Amiibo, <laughs> like, yes, they've been compatible with games to get power-ups, and it gets really fun training a character in Smash, but it's not like there's an Amiibo game. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I want to see what sort of the end game of Amiibo is, or if it'll just continue being sort of an augmented thing for individual games. I always saw Amiibo yeah. as just being collector's items that happen to have software features. Me too. Yeah. And yeah. Not- that's, maybe that's all it'll be. Like, there's yeah. nothing wrong with yeah, that. I, I, yeah, I don't think... Uh, I don't know... When I really like this, might be heresy to some here, but I have not been blown away by either Infinity or Skylanders in terms of as a game. Like Skylanders is very much Gauntlet, which is fun, um, but it has these figures sort of shackled to it, which is fine. But doesn't need them. I think Skylanders yeah, is just as fun without Skylanders could exist yeah. without it. Yeah. And, and, and Infinity case, is awesome. It is awesome because was. it's Disney. Yeah, yeah R.I.P. Um, pour one out. Um, but. At least as far as sort of, again, just still felt like a platforming game that didn't need it. You needed it to get that character, but if that character was available from the start, like, yeah, that's what was true. it really? You Skylanders, know? Uh, when does this air? Uh, this will air tomorrow. Yeah, okay, not- so I have an embargo for next week on the uh, Skylanders. It's gonna be, I'm going to be writing a preview okay, next week, okay. uh, which is a really... Interesting way to deal with Toys to Life that mm-hmm. I'm actually pretty excited about. So it would be an awesome continuation of what we're yeah. basically talking yeah. about. Yeah. Like saying, um, oh, okay, we should talk to you next week just yeah. to hear it's, more about it's this. It's really cool, but Disney Infinity, I think, 
had kind of the same appeal as Amiibo in that they are really well-designed, good-looking yes. figures. That, yeah, I love the style. Right. So you own some without... Have you ever even played no, it or I, put well, them I mean in a, a game? A little bit, but yeah, I've like previewed it. But yeah, no, I never owned Disney Infinity, but I have like five of the figures. I have, yeah, I, I, have, I have I a, the third one. I have a whole yeah. bunch of the Star Wars ones on my desk. Yeah. But there's something like to piggyback on that. I think they actually, um, and the Smash Brothers line got close, but I think Disney Infinity kind of topples Amiibo in, 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 in the way that there's a uniform design to everything that gets that gets put into there. Yes, right? they all Every, look really good next week. Yeah, and they yeah. look like they look like. Um, toys with articulation but yeah. they're not you yeah. know and it's yeah. like you look you look at buzz lightyear and you look at kylo ren you're like you're part of the same universe yeah i mean again rest in peace to that game i don't know exactly what went wrong there i think with skylanders it was a different story because like as a nintendo fan i'll go buy an amiibo based on a character i only barely know because he's a nintendo character she's a nintendo character yeah. she's really cool with skylanders it was sort of like you needed that hook of that game yeah. to get people to buy, like, I think Skyland Joey is the, the Green Rock kind of, or whatever. Right. So you, like, get given a starter pack, and they kind of decide yeah. which Skylanders you get. And I kind of feel like the appeal of those toys becomes comes after the experience that you get in the game. Yes. So you're like, this is character's voice. This character does this. Like, Spyro's voice, despite him looking kind of terrifying yeah. now, is really <laughs> cute. Like, he's, he's a likable character. So it's you like those characters because of the software, mm-hmm. whereas the other two haven't had that. And that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, they're yeah. driven by totally. characters yeah. you know, yeah. and you just go, oh, that's yeah. awesome. I'm yeah, but that's, that why, that's why, like, imagine something like, I, I hate to bring up Nintendo Land. I know it's controversial, but like imagine I love Nintendo it's not Land. Controversial. Like, imagine like yeah. a, a RPG like game or something. Yeah, dude, a were, gauntlet with yeah amiibo and mm-hmm. and where it's like you can play as Link for part of it, and then Samus unlocks a whole different area. If you or could a whole play Skylanders mechanics. with amiibo, which I guess you kind of. <clears throat> Oh, yeah, with Bowser. And so, and with I, Bowser I, I think they need that right now, too. I think they need this sort of, like, and I'm, this is coming from the perspective of somebody who's mostly a lapsed Amiibo collector. Like, I got, I, I got, I got the almost, the, yeah, you did too, right? Yeah. I, I got almost the entire set of Smash Brothers stuff. And I got a couple here and there. Like, I got Tom Nook. I got Shovel Knight. There's like, still a couple that I want. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. have King Dedede I've, yet. I've avoided really that bug somehow. Like, I have the Earth, I have Lucas and Ness, and I have the three Yoshis, and I have Mega Yarn Yoshi. Yeah. And those are the only ones, that, other than customs. Well, the thing yeah. is, when I started collecting Amiibo, it was like, I'm going to get the Smash Brothers set. This is finite, and then yes. that that goalpost kept moving as <laughs> they kept adding new ended. characters. That's why it was like one yeah. of the best business yeah. decisions they've made in a sure, time. Sure, of course, but I yeah, think totally. it needs a shot in the arm now. Yeah, you know? yeah. but I do yeah. think their approach was smart in that. Okay, if the Smash set is all following the Smash design aesthetic, so yes. yeah. basically you can put all these characters together just like we do in these Smash yep. games. That's true, and that looks fine. The Kirby set is done under a different art direction. That's yeah. a really yeah. good point. They, they do a Disney it. Infinity kind of thing with the sets. Like the Smash Bros. set all look good together. The Mario set's uniform as well. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, and I don't and, think we got it until, or at least I didn't understand it until that. When I saw the red bases, I was like, "Oh, that's what they're doing." Yes, yeah. I just yeah. whatever. You know, we've been talking on this uh, show for a while about the idea of an amiibo-driven game, mm-hmm. a game that is purely made just to support them. I just hope it's done in a smart way because I would at least the it. other products I've seen have not pulled my attention in a strong way and that that worries me because I'm the guy who's going to want to play that game well, whenever yeah. Nintendo software comes along whenever any game tries like it something obviously with the obviously works with Skylanders and, yeah. and Skylanders to me is really similar to a Gauntlet or a yeah, Diablo is. just yeah. a very light Diablo like if they did that with Nintendo characters well I can tell you what hot. doesn't work and it's pretty much everything all the standalone Amiibo, Amiibo products they've done so far haven't worked for me. Oh, like Amiibo Festival? And- yeah. I totally yeah. agree. Yeah. I, and then what was that? The thing I used most was We're Smash. Like, I, I yep. actually used my Charizard with Smash quite a bit to, yep. to a friend's house. Like, yep. train. Yeah. I and, did and, that. I mean, like, maybe like a Subspace Emissary style thing, but taken a little more 
Sure. Seriously, I think could maybe. And I like the added value yeah. of doing stuff like scanning it into uh, Mario, Mario Maker Kart. and Mario so, Kart. So, and yeah. Stuff like so that. the worst idea was the oh, Yoshi, yeah. Amabo, uh, Amiibo tap Nintendo's greatest hit bits or whatever. That was the right. worst idea ever because you yeah. were basically using Amiibo to unlock demos for virtual console games, which is yeah. just like, yeah. why would you do that? Okay, that to me was the worst. Then you had Mario Party Nine, which was or ten, sorry, which was whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, then you had the Animal Crossing game, which was yeah. an okay board game, but it just needed to kind of stop holding your hand as yeah. much as yeah. it did. Um, What's the, the one that last just came game, out? Though I was going to bring that up. So did we ever talk about software that? you got? We didn't, and yeah. we should because oh, that game's Mario. pretty yes. good. Yeah, the Mini yeah. Mario and Friends game mm-hmm. is actually a pretty good game, mm-hmm. but again, not the best display of what Amiibo can do because it, it is following more of that Skylanders, hey, you're using this character, now you can play these stages yep. and you're able yeah. to do that. And it's, Look, it's I, free, right? It is, is a yes. free thing. Yeah, you can get it on your Wii U right now yeah. or your 3DS right now and we should have talked about it by now so I apologize for that. I think the uh, attitude Nintendo has towards this is just they never want to stop anyone from being able to play software. Yes. They never want to make yeah. you buy an Amiibo to be able to play a new game. Yep. So yeah. if it were to work like a Skylanders, it would have to be like, I mean, How? Like they they would still be locking a game away behind Amiibo, which is something that they really don't want to do. Like, yeah. what's the way that they can make it work without limiting other people from playing it? Yeah, they're in a very weird chicken and egg situation with stuff like that. I was like, I think they want an excuse to make Splatoon Amiibos, right? Because they're like, mm. this is we love these characters, we're proud of them, they're cool. People are going to want these things. What do they do in the game? Oh, they oh. gave you extra stuff. Every yeah, day, they or? just it yeah. was like like and like Callie and Marie now. I think just do soundtrack stuff. If I'm not yeah, yeah. soundtrack yeah. stuff. I so like yeah. each one of them has a little thing connected to it, but ultimately what. You you're buying into is to have a really cool figurine Absolutely. on your desk. Yeah, yeah. And, and so you know, Nintendo seems to be aware of the problem. I mean, one of the things Kimishima said in some of the interviews he's had over the past year since he's been president, it hasn't hit a year yet, but is that they're very aware that people are buying Amiibo but not using them in games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I do think, though, you can't have it both ways, right? Like, it has to be either we're locking something out of this game because we're going to put it behind Amiibo or we're not and we're just trying to make this as as a cool addition, a cool extra that you get for this thing you put on your shelf. Yeah, I, I definitely understand the complaints on the side of the folks who want the Amiibo game. I'm just not the guy who cares that much for the Amiibo game. I think what they're doing so far is okay. Could it be better? I, 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 I think so. I yeah. do think the, so. The appeal of it to me is if it were to be an NX thing, if it were to be in a year or whatever, and they said, hey, those figures you've been collecting for almost two years now, surprise, everything you already have will work with this. I think that's a really cool proposition. That's, I think that'll be the proposition. They're yeah. going to basically say every Amiibo you own will work with NX. And I would be shocked beyond belief if that became the story because they're still producing these things. They're still trying yeah. to sell them. If anything, the saddest disappointment with Amiibo to me today is that every time I walk into a store, it is overflowing with Animal Crossing Amiibo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I yeah. think that they really miscalculated on that game they did. and on oh, yeah. those characters, and which when, is unfortunate because Animal Crossing, in every other context that it's been published on, has been a success. Yeah. It mm-hmm. has, up until Amiibo Festival. Even yeah. Happy Home Designer and the cards did better. Yeah. The but scary thing is that's if you read the when Disney Infinity went down and, and uh, Kotaku broke that story, if you read some of the interviews with the people who were working on it, one of the things they said was like, oh, we had a bunch of Yondus from Guardian of the Galaxy. We produced way more than we could ever actually People don't sell. actually care about it. Yeah. I feel like that is the end. Well, and, that, that's yeah. what, and that's what Nintendo's been trying to avoid, at least with the Smash set. And when they first started, remember how hard these things were to get? It was also because yeah. Nintendo has a very tight attitude to, we don't flood the market with products. Weirdly right. enough, but, that worked for them, though. Well, Lana, yeah. you're, you're familiar with the term Amiibo, peg warmers. What? Peg warmers. 
You guys have never heard the, this? Yeah, the ones in a wave that no one wants. Just yeah, so like, so, oh. so they just yeah. put out Force, okay, okay. Force Awakens came out last year, and they put out all those toys for okay. it. And this guy Constable Zuvio, they called him the peg warmer because every time you go in a store, he's sitting he's right the, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's yeah, always yeah, the yeah. one like sort of figure that just hangs out on the shelves forever, yeah. warms the pegs. Yoda and, and I wonder who that would be in the Mario stuff, but we should answer that uh, next time because we've actually got to go. We've got well, maybe. Um, Probably. We, uh, we've got a run, but before we do, uh, if you're a big fan of Nintendo game history, Star Tropics has, got, has gotten a resurrection on Wii U Virtual Console, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So Star Tropics, the original, and Zoda's Revenge, uh, Star Tropics 2. Fun fact, uh, Genyo Takeda worked on both of these oh, games, yeah. who okay, is the chief you know, technology sort of fellow at Nintendo today. Yeah, they're cool um, kind of top-down Zelda-esque uh, Action RPG-ish yep. type of I've games. Never played the Star Trek. Yeah, I think Souls. you'd like them. Yeah, yeah. You, you guys it's would like my them. Kind of game. Try yep. them out. They're they're very cool. Zelda-ish. <laughs> Done. <laughs> right. Uh, and with that, we got to go. Thank you for listening to Nintendo Voice Chat. We are a weekly show on IGN. Obviously, you can find us a bunch of ways, but make sure you head on over to IGN.com. Lastly, we should uh, you should send us feedback to NBC at IGN.com. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I got to make sure you have that. But share your Twitter handles. Agent Bizzle. Garfep. Charalanazad. Spell that. C-H-A-R-A-L-A-N-A-H-Z-A-R-D. Nice. And I'm Jose underscore Otero. Thank you very much for listening slash watching. And we'll be back next week with more Nintendo Voice Chat. Bye.